Hey everyone, welcome to the second episode of Leave Them Better. I'm so happy that you're here today because I am so excited to introduce to you Shayna Paulson. I sat down with her and talked about her journey in Los Angeles as a self-taught special effects makeup artist. She works now full-time in movies, music, television, and she was actually recently just considered uh, for an Emmy nomination for her work with the Astronomy Club. So she's super inspirational. She's going to tell you guys uh, what it took for her to get to where she's at and how she continues to grow. So I hope that you enjoy the episode. I know you will. And we'll see you on the other side. So please keep in mind that I am still in the growth processes and the and the growing pains with this uh, podcast. There's a little bit of a feedback issue on my side, but thankfully... I'm not talking as much as Shayna. So if you guys can grit your teeth and bear with the feedback, um, I think I have it figured out for the next episode and moving forward. I appreciate you and I love you. Enjoy. Okay. I have Miss Shayna Pelson on with me today. Shayna is, um, so I actually met her because she was my roommate for how many years? Four? Yeah, probably like three or four years. It's like a while. A while. So Mm -hmm. Sheena has been like a huge inspiration in my life um, and in my career. And so I want to share with everybody today. So Sheena, do you just want to like tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, who you are? Yeah. Um, So I live in LA. I've lived in LA for like four years about. And I'm from Maryland originally in Rockville in like the DC area. And yeah, my journey to LA was like kind of crazy. I was doing, I had like a whole different life on the East Coast. But then when I like really like found myself is when everything started like clicking and connecting. And then that's when I started coming here. And then that's when I went into makeup and special effects, makeup and film and everything too. So, yeah. Amazing. And I mean, you're essentially a self-taught special effects makeup artist, which is like mm-hmm. absolutely insane. So you just like, you can talk about that a little bit because I think that that's probably an industry not a lot of people know about. And it's super interesting. Thanks. So yeah, so for special effects makeup, like I didn't, like I realized when I watched movies that like obviously, you know, people did like creature makeup and stuff, but it never like clicked for me as like a career that that was a thing until later. Cause like in DC area, like pretty much all the jobs they give you in like high school and college are like, okay, you can be like a dentist, you can be a doctor, you can be a politician, you can do like just all the very like cookie cutter, like normal, normal jobs that people tell you as your options, but they don't really tell you other options of like, oh, you can be like a lighting technician, you can be like a sound recording engineer, you can be a special effects makeup artist, like no one really tells you about those things. So people don't really know about it, especially on the East Coast. And then I was watching the show Face Off on Sci-Fi. And that's like a huge competition for special effects makeup artists. And I just saw them like creating all these really cool creatures. And I was like, wait, like, this is actually like a whole industry that you could do. And like, just create art like every day it was so cool to me so like pretty much it's like all the practical effects you see in movies so like when you see like even things like someone doing an old age makeup or like a whole creature of like a werewolf or a zombie or like walking deads type stuff like those are all special effects makeup within the makeup realm I do beauty makeup as well too and body painting but I love all of them equally so fun cool (laughs) (laughs) I just think it's so cool so Shana like she has done um 
like a test on me before, which was oh, yeah. so fun. So she she had to do um you had to do a gunshot wound, correct? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so she had set me up in this rig where like I had kind of this like big um it was like an air compressor, right? Yeah. And then we put like a big flannel over me or over the top of my my air compressor and then there was this tube and then I had to click the button when she said bang and it came out and it came out of my shirt and it was so funny because she had taped up the entire bathroom to like make sure that the blood splatter didn't go everywhere and literally the one spot that she didn't tape up it went all over that spot, and it went all over Shayna. She and I both started screaming. We were laughing so hard. I thought I was going to wet my pants in the shower. <laughs> that was, like, the funniest test ever, just because both of us were, like, we don't know what it's going to sound like or how it's going to explode. And then the one area, there's, like, a little sliver of, like, the bathroom door open, and, of course, it just, like, flies towards me. <laughs> and I laughing. Oh, so good. So good. But, I mean, that's, like, the cool thing about you is, like, you don't necessarily know everything, right? That's like an interesting thing about being in that type of industry or really any industry, like anybody who's good at something is continuing their education. So mm -hmm. like what for you, what's been like your biggest resource in teaching yourself? Oh yeah, that's probably, I totally forgot about the teaching myself part. But um, <laughs> okay. yeah, so pretty much, um, I feel like I should just like get into the whole story of like how I started and then- You absolutely should, I would love to hear it. So pretty much, so I went to school at Nearest in Maryland for environmental science, which is very different than makeup, <laughs> but so that's what I studied all my life, and I was like, okay, I'm going to, like, go and get an MBA and do this and that, and, like, XYZ, because that'll prepare me for the job, and it was kind of just, like, going with the motions that, like, out of the options they gave me, I'm like, this one's the most interesting to me, but it wasn't, like, I was never, like, passionate, passionate about it. I didn't, like, wake up thinking about it, and, like, I still always counted down until five o'clock, like, you know, at a job that you're not really interested in. You're like, oh, I can't wait for Friday. I can't wait till the weekend. I can't wait till five o'clock. And it's like, why should I look forward to something ending that I spend like all my like days doing? And I think it's sad that so many people normalize that, that they're like, oh, like I can't wait for vacation. I can't wait for this. And like, yeah, it's nice to have like a break, but like if you're really like looking forward to just something ending that you like realize you don't want to be at that place, like. I feel like it's so unhealthy. So like when I started watching Face Off and I started trying to face paint for the first time, I like hours ago by and I like wouldn't even notice that I was, that it was like hours. I like was enjoying it so much. And I was like, oh, I should like do this for the rest of my life because I like love it and I'll never get bored of it. So once that happened, I started watching just like video tutorials online. I was like looking on Instagram at like other professional artists work. And I started buying textbooks about special effects and like all this stuff. And so I just started teaching myself like so rapidly because like at that time, people think it's like still young. I probably, probably was like 24 or something. But to me, like most special effects artists like know what they want to do when they're like 12. They're like, oh, I was like putting monsters on Halloween. Like, so for me, I thought I was really late. So I like taught myself so rapidly. So like every night after work, I'd come back from DC and like practice on myself. And I'd do like face painting. I'd do like Dia de los Muertos makeup. And like that one, I think was the first one that I was like, oh, like, I could actually do this like it wasn't as hard as I thought for me and it like came more naturally so I started just watching more videos and reaching out to other artists was a big thing too I'd like to start DMing people and asking for their advice and like what materials they use what companies they liked like what brushes and techniques and like how to work in the industry and a lot of people were like I realized the makeup community is very very supportive like 
people like would respond back to me and have no problem like giving me advice so it was really helpful and then yeah <clears throat> that's I just think that's so well just a couple of things that you touched on and something that you and I have like really that's kind of like been such a, a big part of our relationship is like having a passion for what we do and like not being afraid to kind of put your chips all in in one in one place in order to like really make your dream come true mm-hmm yeah. And I mean, for you, like, it's so cool, you know, because I didn't know you when you were first starting your journey, but to even watch you in the last few years that I've known you, the, the transition and like the transformation of your work, like you just keep getting better and better and better and better. And like, when I think that I've seen the coolest thing that you've ever done, you post something else and I'm like, Shit. <laughs> It's absolutely out. It's outstanding. It's absolutely outstanding. Oh, that makes me so happy. Yeah, I feel like you and me share like a big thing too. Like, we're so passionate about like what we do and like helping people and like putting good out into the world and like making an impact. That I feel like that's why we like connect so well too. Because like, it could be through anything. Like you said, like personal training and you know, public speaking or like even people who are like, oh, how's makeup changing it? But like, one of my favorite things is like we literally interact with like thirty new people a day and we like have all these conversations like when someone's in my chair like that's their time to like not vent but like just talk about things before the day gets started or like make those personal connections and like even hearing people's story like if you think about all those 30 people like the camera guy the sound person like all of those people had such a huge journey to end up in the same room as you and so I feel like it's a great thing like hearing their stories and like how they got there. I love that and for you like you have you just have such a naturally warm presence but it's cool because like you're saying you have the ability to kind of be like first point of contact for a lot of the actors and a lot of the musicians that you're working with. So that's kind of a responsibility that people probably don't necessarily like tap into right away. But mm-hmm. that you you have the ability to kind of you know shift and and mold the way somebody's day is going to start, which is so cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's, like, one of my favorite parts, because it's, like, I don't know, you just get to have that connection with them, and, like, if they're feeling nervous or anxious or stressed, you can, like, try and just ease it, be like, hey, like, the shoot's gonna go great, like, everything's good, like, just, I don't know, really give them, like, that comfort to be, like, your crew is really there for you, so I feel like it's, like, an important part. Yeah, well, I think that that was a really good piece of advice that you gave, too, in that, you know, if you're interested in something and you don't know where to begin, reaching out to other people that are already solidified in the industry. Like I know for myself, that was a huge thing in personal training. Like you said, it was a huge thing for you in makeup. People are for the most part willing to help and they're willing to, you know, like give any sort of knowledge that they have to you. And um, I think that that's definitely a great takeaway for people that they should not be afraid to reach out to people who are influencing the community already. Yeah that they you know aspire to do in the week mm-hmm. yeah exactly like literally no matter what industry like I'm sure you know each industry is different and their whole whatever but like for the most part like unless you ask you'll never know like you might send 100 emails but if you get two like yeses from things like that's two more resources and people and mentors than you had before and like they're really friendly about it usually exactly exactly so how do you feel like, I mean, do you feel like this was an easy journey for you on the whole? Or like, can you talk about some of the roadblocks that you hit and like, you know, what you were doing when you were doing part-time makeup versus, you know, now really you're full-time? 
Yeah, yeah, that was like, I think I've been full-time for, I guess, almost like two years now. And so that was like literally the best feeling to be able to be like, this is like 100% what I'm able to do and be solidified as like a full-time freelance makeup artist. But um, yeah, the journey is definitely like, I feel like the best advice for anyone. Cause like, I know there's so many people who have like this passion in the back of their mind or this idea in the back of their mind, they like want to try. But like, I feel like society has like told so many people of what's like the norm or what's realistic. And I hate when people use the word realistic. Cause I'm like, their reality is not your reality. So like when someone's like, oh, you have to do this. I'm like, that's not going to be real. And I'm like, how are you going to tell me what's right on the path that you've never tried before like they've never been on your path so how are you going to listen to their advice when it's not your lane like it's completely different lanes like I believe people like shouldn't compare and compete because like everyone's journey is so unique and so different so like what's right for you might not be right for someone else and that's completely fine but like I don't know they just have to go for it so I think the biggest thing is sorry that's my cat <laughs> <laughs> it's okay Teddy's Teddy's of course sitting on my lap so I get it Hi, Teddy. But um, yeah, the biggest thing I think is to just jump. Like I know it's scary and everyone, it's like really scary, especially, you know this, you've changed your whole life before too, but like just really making that jump, like, cause you're always going to regret not going for something. You'll never regret doing it and being like, oh, like I did it, but it wasn't my want or I discovered something. Cause you always learn something new and be like, hey, it's going to stick or hey, like I, at least I tried it and I know what it's like. So um, yeah, but the journey itself was definitely the like the first part of it was terrifying because I literally just booked a one-way ticket to LA I only knew one person and like I didn't have a job I didn't have a place to stay and like I was supposed to have a place to stay but I fell through with my apartment but luckily my best friend from that I've known since middle school she lived out here and so like when I first moved here I had such like a gut feeling I was like this is my life's purpose like this is what I need to do and even my hometown that I grew up in started feeling uncomfortable to me like I didn't feel comfortable like walking around and hanging out like I just felt like I outgrew it and I wasn't supposed to be there and so I saved up and I was like okay I'm gonna move LA and I booked a random date and I just flew out here and literally didn't know anyone didn't have a job but I knew I'd figure it out and um when my apartment situation fell through I was like oh shit I just moved all my stuff here and have a car and all my boxes but I have no apartment anymore because the roommate I was supposed to be with didn't find a place um, and luckily my best friend Marilyn and her boyfriend were so sweet and let me stay with them for probably like five weeks until I found the house that you and me lived in. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was very, very appreciative of that. And like people just like ask people coming to you to help you is like one of the biggest things. Like even you don't have to like rely on them as a crutch, but like people are willing to help you on your journey and that's really important. And yeah, it was scary at first, but I knew like even though I was terrified, like when I landed in LA like it felt like home it felt like this is like what I'm supposed to do and I started working I didn't want to do an environmental science job because I knew that would take away like too much focus and it'd be I wouldn't be able to focus on makeup I wanted something like very light that I would still make money but like could do makeup part-time too so I started temping at like doing like secretary work at KTLA which is like a news thing which is great because it was on the Sunset Bronson lot, so it was next to all the shows being filmed. So during lunch, I would like sneak off and like try and talk to everyone on the film crew, and I would like hide my business cards in places. Awesome! And it was really funny because I told myself because I worked there, they're really sweet. They let me temp there for like a year and a half, even though like no, no one's temporary for that long. <laughs> they're really nice, but um, I would do that, and I would also dog walk, and then I'd also do like hair modeling, and then I'd also do like 
10 million like random ass jobs to try and just get by and I'd shop at like the 99 cent store for groceries and just like it was definitely like hard but it built so much character because I remember like one night at like I got a dog walk at like 11 p.m and it was like pouring rainy and it was for like an hour and I was like miserable and I like just already worked like 10 or 12 hours like doing something else and I was like you know what like this is gonna show how much I want this and how much I'm like not willing to like let anything get in my way of my goals like if I have to work three jobs like I don't care because I'm gonna do this full time and I told myself when I quit KTLA and Sunset Bronson I was like the next time I'm gonna walk because it's also the Netflix lot mm-hmm. and I was like the next time I walk on this lot it'll be working for Netflix doing makeup and it, the next time I came on I was working for Netflix doing makeup <laughs> crying <laughs> It's, I mean, but that's the thing, right? It's like, uh, you know, I think about, I think about most people, like they have a journey of growth, right? Like, it's not like really, I mean, maybe there are those outlier circumstances where people are brought into these like amazing positions, but for the most part, most people have to grind and they have to learn. And sometimes that means being really poor and being like, where the hell am I going to get rent? when I need to pay for car insurance, I only have, you know, 50 bucks to last me the rest of the week or whatever it is, but that just makes you hungry. And like you said, it makes you really appreciate the opportunities that come along. And then when you're appreciative, that is just like full circle, full circle, full circle. It's just, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, literally. It just makes you appreciate things like a hundred times more when you do accomplish those goals, because it's like you, you remember like how hard you worked for it and how much you wanted it and like I was very fortunate because I know my career did happen like very very fast compared to a lot of people so I like I'm not saying it was like the hardest thing I've ever been through but like for me like you know there's obviously ups and downs but like I'm very thankful for all the opportunities I've been given but like it definitely like the journey of it you always remember like just always not giving up and like putting in the work and knowing eventually that it'll pay off so yeah Right. And I think that that probably like, you know, dials back into your willingness to help other people too, right? Because you remember what it was like to start and begin. So when people ask you for help, or ask you for advice, you're so quick to offer it because you know exactly what that feels like to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of the nice things too, is when you're able to like ever give back to someone or give someone an opportunity or like, if we get double booked and like give a gig for, oh, sorry, someone's like calling. Yeah, so we yeah, once you remember that, you're just like so happy when you see other people in that position and you're able to ever give anything back, you know, if it's just advice or like a referral or something, like it feels really nice like being able to help. Yeah, reaching out a hand. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And most people think like do you, I feel like I creep on a lot of people because like any directors or producers or celebrities I want to work with I'll always just like research them and stalk them and like message them and like reach out and most people are like oh like they're never gonna see me or this will never blah 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 and I was like you'd be surprised like how many of them will actually like respond to you or like you'll get an opportunity that you thought was like so far-fetched but like it's just because you thought it was far-fetched so Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And like you said, I mean, like, I think so many people are scared to reach out because they're afraid of like rejection. But honestly, you know, I've gotten to this place too. Like, what's the worst thing that's going to happen is somebody's either A, going to ghost me or B, going to say no. And like, I can take that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm like, yeah. They're not going to, like, berate you and be like, you're stupid. Like, no one's going to say that. (laughs) Exactly. And if they do, then guess what? Like, I'm not, 
going to be a part yeah. of your community anymore. You're yeah. yeah, exactly. If they do it, somebody don't want to work with anyway. So right. So I wanted to ask you too, like, what are some of your favorite projects that you've been a part of, or like, what are so like, what are your favorite things to do? Because you do it, like you said, you do it all. You do beauty, you do special effects, you're doing you know, TV, music videos, all kinds of stuff. So what what's kind of like been some of your favorite projects? Um, let's see, that's hard. I like I love so many. I love working on television and stuff as well, and I love music videos because you get to be so creative, and it's usually only like a day. But um, some of my favorite projects has been, I think one of my favorite ones is like one of the first like features, feature films that I did. It was by this musician, Flying Lotus, who like, that was his first time like directing and making a movie and stuff. And like, I always was a fan of his music. So to me, it was like really cool to like be a part of something that was like so weird and creative and strange. You get to do so much about it. And like, you get to meet so many new people. And like from that movie, I met like so many friends and like connections for later. And, that one was good and then um uh, my one of my favorite ones was like the best to me because it felt like such a warm community it was like the netflix show that i did astronomy club mm-hmm. and that was like my best friend Alyssa. she was a department head for makeup and i was their key so like we literally got to work together like every single day for like 30 days and got to meet so many people and it was just it was a comedy sketch show so like we we're just laughing our asses off like every day for like <laughs> trying not to be loud on camera and and um yeah the show was great because it was like you know it was a completely black sketch show with like producers and executive talent so it's like really nice to see that space and to hear people's stories and to see something like completely from like top to bottom like written on their perspective so it was nice too very cool yeah yeah that's yeah that's I mean that's so awesome and you've done so like like I remember one of the first uh big projects that you had um was a music video you were like you know you go out to the desert and I remember oh, yeah. painting all those people blue like there's a whole like yeah. body paint I oh mean. my god that one was fun that one was for um future and juice world and that one was like crazy because the date company pushed back like three times and I had to like switch out I was supposed to have like two assistants and like the date kept changing so I had to kept finding new ones and like improvise and it ended up being like I could only get one for that day and then the first location fell through so they ended up driving us to almost to vegas to the middle of the desert and like we had to be like 16 blue people and it was like chaotic i was like standing for like eight hours but at the end of the day it was so much fun and like it was really nice and the video came out so cool too i mean it just was like it's so fun i mean obviously we'll we'll do your instagram and stuff at the mm-hmm. end but like for people who are listening that don't know Shayna, you guys have to go on and check out her Instagram. It's like oh, one of the most entertaining and like, <laughs> it's so, it's just, yeah, your work is really incredible. Oh, yeah. And the other cool thing I wanted to talk about, because I don't think a lot of people know about this, but I also like want to kind of understand more about it, is your groups that you go and do like makeup and photos with, kind of that like pop-up group. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. We could talk about that. That one was fun, too. That was, like, pretty much how I, like, started just to get to know people in L.A. pretty much. Mm-hmm. It's, um, they actually have a documentary about it on um, Amazon Prime. It's called Pull Up L.A. And so if you guys want to check it out, my friend Owen, he directed it, created it, and did, like, everything for it. It's amazing. And I have, it inter- like, two interviews in it, too, if you want to see. And I, that one, I am wearing face paint. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, my God. I told Shana. I was... <laughs> I was telling her, I was like, we're going to record this on video Zoom. And I was like, if you want to just pop up and pull like, skeleton makeup, you should. 
Oh my god, it's so funny because that interview I was wearing like full Halloween skeleton makeup and I was just doing the interview. I'll send you the thing too, but yeah, if you have time to watch it, it's fine. I but, do, um, I really want to see that. Yeah. So yeah, will you like explain a little bit about the community? Yeah, of course. So like when I first moved to LA, like literally I like didn't know anyone, but I beforehand on uh, through Instagram, which is like a great way to meet. It's not like creepy anymore how you're like, oh, you meet friends online, but I feel like I've met so many like amazing friends like through Instagram, through like their work, like other artists. So um, a bunch of like LA photographers started like popping up on my feed and explore page. And I started like becoming friends with them and being like, oh, this community is so cool. Like you got, what is this for? And they're like, no, it's for fun. Like it's just a photo community. And I'm like, what? And they're like, no, we have like these photo meets where like fire performers and photographers and makeup artists and like models and like everyone just comes out and like literally just creates just to like create things so everyone gets to like practice their skills and have fun and I was like wait you guys have that here in LA and they're like yeah like every week and I was like that's so cool so when I finally moved out here like literally the first week I moved out here um, I messaged them they're like oh we're having one this week like come through and I went and it was just bananas like I've never seen just a culture like that like it was literally just like the community comes together they choose a date they post it everyone just like comes to like a random spot downtown and like you see like smoke grenades and like all these cool colors and like fire performers and spinners and people and masks and it just looks from the outside it probably looks like terrifying but it's like really fun and it's like really cool because like you see the photos and they're like amazing professional grade photos and like stuff that you get it's like all trade for print so it's just like for free people just like creating and that's how I met so many people and that's how I got so many portfolio pictures of just on myself in the beginning and then I would like collab with people and they introduced me to it and like refer me for jobs or like oh I know this director who does this and then it was just a really great like warm community of like just hundreds and dozens of people wanting to put their art out there yeah it, I mean it seems like such a like a cool community and like you were saying you know it's it's literally a based around like people wanting to help each other and help each other create yeah exactly and like the range of photographers that could be like there's ones who won like Emmys for their work and TV and there's ones that just learned how to pick up a camera. So like there's people who like work in it full time who just want to have fun and do their own stuff and ones that are very new and like they teach each other like this is what the F-stop is, this is what this setting is. And, like it's such a great like thing to be around, so. That, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And it's awesome that you're brave enough to put yourself out there too, you know, <laughs> not knowing anybody and showing up somewhere, especially in a city like LA, is a little can be a little unnerving but you know when you're brave and you're vulnerable and you just are, are hungry to do what you want to do then all those things kind of fall into place yeah also the first i think it was probably the first meet that i went to was also their theme was like purge night so everyone's supposed to wear like masks and have like fun bats and like walking into that everyone looks like you're gonna murder everyone but i just walked in and i was like hey i just moved here five days ago and i just show up well, you know how I feel about people in scary outfits. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it was so fun. So Shana, so they have a thing called Halloween Horror Night here in Los Angeles, and it's at um, Universal Studios. Sorry, I'm going to close this window. It's very loud. Oh, God. Um, and so Shana, when we were roommates, she was working there and she was doing the makeup. And I, I, I know myself and I know I'm not really, I'm, I get scared very easily. <laughs> like I can watch a scary movie, but I don't want to be feeling like I'm being put in direct danger. And so we went to see Shana and some of the work that she was doing at Halloween Horror Nights. 
And I was not ready for the Halloween people, <laughs> the actors. <laughs> I was not ready for them to like literally be right at the entrance. And so they, we got into the entrance and like this guy with a pumpkin head and a chainsaw like ran up behind me. And I literally started running. I think I got two steps and I fell flat on the ground. I turned over and like four of the scary actors were just like looking at me. I think they were like, oh no. <laughs> oh, they're like, oh no, she's literally like two feet into walking in. You just fell forward. <laughs> just immediately. I was like so terrified the whole time. And then of course, if you're the person that acts scared, then they come for you the mm -hmm. entire night. So it took me about four hours of being there to like kind of level off. But then I like got to the point where I could like look at them in the face and kind of be like, <laughs> oh, I appreciate you so much for coming to see my work. But it's so cool. I mean, like that's just you know another really cool part of your career. I, I if you want to talk about that, like I just think that's also like a really interesting point. Thanks. Yeah, sure. I think Halloween Horror Nights is like a big tipping point for me because like up until then I was still holding on to that safety net of. Um, working at like temp agencies and also doing like 10 million other jobs and then like being sleep deprived and working at makeup after doing a night shoot because I felt like if I don't have set hours I don't have x y and z that I won't be financially like stable and I was just like holding on to it but then I kept getting like more and more signs from the universe to be like no you don't need this like just do it and literally until it like pushed me out and was like no like you can swim just go so that was when I got accepted for Halloween Horror Nights at Universal. And it's like about a month and a half of work, like consistently. So that's when I was able to like quit um, free, not financing, quit my temp agency. And so that one was like a huge turning point for me because that was my first time feeling like I can 100% just do makeup full time. And also I met, because I think there's like 30 other makeup artists in the team because we have like 700 scare actors and like 30 makeup artists. And it was like such a huge thing. And it was like one of the top haunts. And so it was like really... I was like very thankful to get the opportunity and I met like some of my like best friends from those makeup artists and I met it's like so invaluable to like how many connections and friendships I made and like how much I learned through that because like we had to do the makeup so fast and be like okay you have 30 minutes to do this one like 20 minutes for that one and like it just like improves your skills so much so I think that one like really shaped my career a lot so it was nice yeah that's great yeah I do, I do. it's funny because we were living together when mm -hmm. you were doing that and like I I would agree with that. Just from like an outsider's perspective, I, I feel like that was certainly a huge tipping point in your career. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it was nice. Good. Yeah. Well, so I also wanted to ask you, like, obviously we're in the, I don't know, middle, definitely not end, maybe it's the beginning, I don't know, of a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, this is our, like, oh, that thing. <laughs> oh yeah, that thing. I just want to, yeah, I want to know how it's, like how you know it's affected so many people's industries yours right yeah, you can't really see on set yeah mm -hmm. and so how how have you transitioned through the pandemic what have you been doing to keep yourself busy and like what is what's the industry looking like now kind of as you transition forward yeah I'm sure like you know you understand too because you're in a field that you have to literally like be in front of people like it's very hard to do things virtually like of course you can too but you know it's all about human contact so like for our industry too like we can't like film things virtually like we can't do makeup virtually we have to like really be there and like 
me and like sound are the only people that have to like touch the performer without their mask on because like everyone else and like they can stand farther back but like we have to be like really close so obviously our industry shut down because of covid for about like three months and that was very hard for me because i am such a busy body and that like <laughs> i like to be on the go all the time and like a normal set day is 12 hours minimum so like i'm used to like just my time being filled so like when the world is like okay time to pause and i'm like oh like do i just do I just sit here? Like, what do I do with my time now? So it was different. I think the first two months I was using the time, like, very productively to, like, keep myself busy. I was, like, updating my website, did, like, a whole revamp, redid my business cards. I was doing, like, projects for fun, just, like, making things, um, just planning ahead and, like, really just tying up any loose ends that I, like, put off for, like, home improvement projects or, like, career stuff or, like, tedious things. Um, but then I started, like, being like oh okay this is this is lasting longer than I thought it's like on day 60 now so I actually took the time to like slow down and like meditate more and like reflect and like just take a breather and like look at things but um for the industry now so I think coming back to it a lot of us have like a different perspective of things and like obviously like makeup artists we got to be the most sanitary on set so not too much has changed but the rules and guidelines are definitely different like we have to be like in less contact less background actors um we can't like sit and eat lunch together because our masks are off. So like, it's definitely different. I just started getting back to work, thankfully, like a week ago and it felt so nice because I like felt like a little kid going back to school for the first time. Be like, oh my God, I get to see my friends. That's so funny. That's that's exactly how I described it too. Like your first day back, you're just like, ooh, like mm -hmm. there's some, you know, there's some nerves underneath there, but it is so exciting. So what was your first project back? Um, my first project back was with um, this production company, Blank Square, that I love. Uh, they do a lot of music videos, so I did two music videos back-to-back -back for that, and um, that was just so much fun, because, like, those all my friends, and I got to see everyone, and I, like, it's so funny, I kind of forgot, because during quarantine, we obviously have our friends and family that we, like, keep in contact with, but we're not really, like, going out and meeting new people, because we can't. So I forgot that I haven't met new people in like three months. And so I like, I met like, few, like four new people and like, they're like, oh, what's your Instagram? What's that? And I like became friends and I was like, oh my God, like I just made new friends. And I was like, I haven't been so long and I felt like such a kid, but it was so fun. Oh, that's great. Well, you've been continuing your education too during quarantine, right? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I vowed that too. I started um doing a lot of safety courses and getting certified and things. So like, even though we've always been the sanitary, I think it gives the actors and the production like a more assurance to be like, because I got certified for like barbicide and like COVID safety and like um, sanitation safety and just have all these certificates to like enhance or strengthen my education and that. And also um, this makeup company, Friends Beauty Supply, they started doing these amazing free Zoom classes with like crazy top level artists from like v neil to like people who are like working on like star wars and star trek and pirates of the caribbean so like they're doing a lot of free education courses which i would sign up for like all of them just because like we have this time to like better ourselves and improve so i definitely took advantage of that so it was good that's yeah that's great and it also like you were saying i mean with clients we want to make sure that people are feeling as safe as they possibly can like giving them that reassurance that like i'm doing everything that i can to make sure that you feel comfortable in this new world is mm -hmm. really important is really important 
Yeah, I'm sure it definitely is. Um, and Sheena has also been making coasters and tables. <laughs> She's been painting our whole old house. <laughs> I've been doing a bunch of random random things and I was like oh let's videotape me fixing cars and fire spinning and painting a table <laughs> like just random things yeah also learn how to fire spin you're truly you're truly like a renaissance woman <laughs> <laughs> my sister was like can't you just like bake banana bread and I was like I don't know I just get bored <laughs> sorry <laughs> not my gig not, not what I signed up for Oh, yeah. Gina, that's great. Well, so I guess the final question here, which you kind of led into perfectly with, you know, um, continuing, continuing your education and trying to make people, you know, feel comfortable as you're continuing to work is what is really kind of like your philosophy in life around um, leaving people better? Like what, what is kind of like your thumbprint? Ooh. I also want to say I love the name of your podcast because it summarizes you like perfectly like I was trying to explain to someone was like Jen like literally always like no matter what interaction if it's just like her ordering coffee from someone or like her teaching a client like she always tries to like leave such a positive and like shiny like impact on their day that like I don't know I think it fits you perfectly so I just want to say that to you. Thanks Shana I appreciate that well, I try and keep it as my life's motto you know is you know mm -hmm. leave everybody better than you found them and sometimes it's you know it's a test of your patience and your frustration and annoyance with people <laughs> <laughs> but but I, it, it does really kind of keep you present and grounded and, and as humble as you know we sometimes are not that mindful. So, yeah, exactly. Agree. Yeah. But what was your your question was? was my so I just want to know, like, what, like, like you approach people in you know such a similar way. I mean, do you have, do you have kind? Of, is that something that's even on your radar? Or do you feel like just leaving people better than you found them is just a mode of operation for you? Yeah, I think my philosophy is always. Oh, hold on, let me close my door. Um. I think so hard. yeah my philosophy is like very similar to that I feel like I always no matter what interaction I'm doing like I always try and be mindful that you don't know what people are really going through during the day and you don't know like I try not to take things anything personally if someone's in like a grumpy mood or something I always try and just like lead with positivity so like people are like oh you're like an optimist I'm like yeah I am because like whatever you put into the world I feel like is really what you get back and I feel like I've had such a just a spiritual transformation the past like year or two also that like it affected like my career my life like just everything started flowing from like showing gratitude I think was the biggest thing like so every day I write down like three things that I'm grateful for in the day it could be big or small or like anything that happens so I feel like just leading with a mindset of like positivity and gratitude and love no matter like how your day is going no matter how someone else's day is going but to always just show positivity to people you're always going to receive it back like tenfold Beautifully said. Beautifully said, Shana. Well, I definitely want to have you back on because there's a bazillion other things that we can talk about. Like I said, you're truly a Renaissance woman. So I'll, ha I'll have you. I'll have you back on again. But um, are there places where people can find you and get in touch with you? Yes. So my Instagram is Shana underscore Makeup Effects. So S H A I N A then Makeup Effects. And yeah, I pretty much there's the best way to reach me. I'll answer anyone's DMs, questions, anything. So if you guys are interested in 
makeup and making that a career, reach out to Shana. She's an awesome resource. Shana, I love you so much. Thank you for doing this. Oh, thank you for having me. This is so much fun. And I can't wait to see your podcast. I'm going to blast it and show everyone to do to listen. Thanks, doll. I appreciate you being here. Of course. Love you. Love you. Thank you all so much for listening today to leave them better. I hope that you found some inspiration and I hope that it left you a little bit better than we found you. So if you know someone who could benefit from listening to this episode, who would enjoy the topics that we were talking about, please don't hesitate to share with them. Reach out to me on Instagram at Jen Lower or at leave them better underscore podcast. And we will see you guys next time.